Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how I manifested the most expansive year of my entire life in 2020, because I know that 2020 has been quite the year. And I know that a lot of people are nervous for what 2021 is going to bring. So I wanted to create this episode for you to inspire you and motivate you and help you understand that no matter what the world brings in 2021, everything you desire is still available to you. And I would even go as far as to argue that in the midst of the greatest struggle and in the midst of uh, all of the crazy things that the world may or may not throw at us in 2021, there is even deeper possibility for transformation and for abundance and for everything else that you desire. So in 2020, it was both the hardest year of my life and the absolute best year of my life, all packaged in one. And I had the highest highs I've ever experienced and I've had the lowest lows I've ever experienced, but I manifested the most abundance I've ever had and experienced in such a short time period in my entire life. And in fact, in the previous 26 years combined, right? This past year has been just quantum for me. And just to give you an example of some of the things that I've manifested before I dive into how it happened and how you can apply it for 2021. The very beginning of 2021, I manifested my fairy tale dream of living by the beach in Kauai. I've always had this dream. I was obsessed with Neverland and Peter Pan growing up. And to me, Kauai is like Neverland. And I've always had this dream of living there. And I picked my life up and spontaneously bought a flight and kind of moved there without knowing anyone or anything. And I had the most magical experience, more magical than I can even describe in words. My months in Kauai changed my entire life and my entire perspective on life. And I have an entire episode all about Kauai um, on the podcast if you want to learn more about my time there, but I'm not going to go into it in too much detail now. But that was something I had on my vision board since I was living in Denver um, when I would I remember just sitting at my desk at my corporate job, watching the snow come down outside the window. And I had a picture of a beach in Kauai on my vision board behind my computer. And I would just imagine myself there every single day. And it was insane because I literally stepped into that reality in, in the beginning of 2020. And that is how I started out my year. Following that, I had a, I, I quadrupled my business. I had insane growth in my business. I think I welcome more than 400 new students into my academy. Um, my podcast grew like crazy. My YouTube grew like crazy. I have more of you listening to my words. I've impacted more lives than I ever imagined was possible, like in the span of my entire life in, in this short year. And it's been incredible and beautiful, and it's blown me away to see all of you show up for yourselves and listen to what I'm saying and apply it to your lives like crazy and do the inner work. And I've received so many messages. I used to, when I was starting my business, I used to actually script and I would script, you know, the responses that I would get from clients because I wanted to change people's lives. And I used to script um, what clients would say to me and how they would thank me for changing their lives. And it's insane because I started receiving messages in 2020 that were almost exactly what I was scripting in 2019. Um, you know, clients reaching out to me and thanking me for changing their lives. And it's just like, oh, I get chills talking about it. Because, you know, when you follow your highest excitement, no matter what, and you let the universe guide you, which I'll talk more about, the universe will bring the right people into your life. The universe will bring people into your life who need you, whether you're a coach or you're not. 
if you're just living your daily life. The universe will bring you people who need you, who need what you have to offer, who need your energy, who need you to be who you are. And whether or not you know it, you will change their lives just by being you, just by showing up as you. And I think that was one of the biggest lessons I learned in 2020 was I don't need to do anything but to show up and be completely authentically me. Because when you show up completely authentically as yourself and you get rid of the facades and you get rid of how you think you need to show up and what you think you need to say and who you think you need to be, that's when you start making the impact that you incarnated here to make. Because my belief is that we incarnated here to come home to ourselves, to to figure out who we really are, right? Because the world tries to tell us who we are and who it thinks we should be. And most of us learn to listen to that. We try to become who we think we should be and we forget who we are. We forget to connect to our souls. And when you come back home to yourself, everything falls together with ease. And this is the highest level of manifestation, not forcing, not controlling, not pushing, just allowing, just being the highest version of you, the truest version of you, following your highest excitement no matter what, showing up without all of the bullshit. That is when life starts to fall together without you even having to control or force anything. So that was a complete tangent because I was supposed to be giving you guys a list of what I manifested in 2020. Um, but that must've been needed because typically when I go on tangents, there's someone out there that needs to hear it, which is why, um, the universe puts it in my mind to speak on. So I think I started out that tangent saying I had quadrupled the growth in my business, which was absolutely amazing. Uh, made all this impact. The universe brought amazing, incredible people into my life, uh, synchronicity after synchronicity. And the biggest gift has been the impact me feeling like I am truly living life in my purpose. And yeah, goodness. It just like, if I talk more about it, I'm probably going to start crying. Um, I also this year manifested my dream car, my BMW. Her name is Elsa and I love her. Uh, and it's my first luxury car and actually my first ever car that I bought for myself and I bought it new and that was really exciting. And there's a huge manifestation, manifestation story behind that. It's on my Instagram in a post um, probably back in July, if you want to read the details, but that was extremely exciting for me and a huge up level. And not only that, but I manifested the home of my dreams, which I'm currently sitting in as I'm recording this. And, uh, that was also insane because I scripted everything I wanted in a home. And this home has literally all of it down to the types of like tile and the types of marble and the bathroom and the kitchen and the size of the bathtub and the view. And it's just, it's insane because you know, when it comes to the car and Kauai and this home, it's like when I manifested these things, it wasn't crazy to me. It was like I had lived it already in my journal and in my mind. I lived it so many times that it felt normal for me. I walked into this home and I was like, yeah, I'm home. This is it. I had the overwhelming feeling of, whoa, like this is it. I'm supposed to be here. It was almost like deja vu, like I'm stepping into a memory because it was almost like a memory to me. I'd lived it so clearly in my mind so many times. I knew it was mine. When I stepped in, it was just like, I've been here before. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know how else, to, how else to describe it. I was stepping into my own dream, stepping into my own memory, right? It felt like home. And that's what manifestation has started to feel like to me. When things manifest, it's not a surprise. It's just kind of feel like, feels like deja vu. Like, yeah, this is it. This was already mine. I already knew it. I've already been living this experience. I've I've felt it so many times in my mind and my body uh, that it just feels like coming home. 
So not only that, but I also manifested my first 100K month in sales this year, which was extremely exciting because that's been a vision I've had for myself um, for quite a while. And, you know, you probably know if you've listened to me that I typically don't set timelines for the visions I have for myself and the goals I have. And I've had that goal probably set for six months before I hit it. And, you know, it was kind of just like, I would have never expected the way it happened. If you had asked me six months ago how I would have hit my first 100K month, I wouldn't have explained the way it happened to you. It, I probably should do a whole podcast on how it happened because it happened in a way I could have never planned, controlled, forced, or imagined. And this is what I mean by when you're in alignment and you just start focusing on being you and who you want to be rather than what you want to manifest. It shows up, your manifestations will show up in ways that you could have never imagined, in ways that are even more magical than you could have ever imagined. Because the universe has so much in store for you that your imagination is not even capable of imagining yet. And so if you limit yourself to what you can imagine and you say, this is how it has to be, I'm going to make it happen like this. You are literally restricting yourself because the universe is limitless. But our mind has limitations based on our conditioning and our programming and you know, everything we've learned growing up. And so just because you can't imagine how something can happen doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. And so when you can have that blind faith and belief that something's going to happen when you have no idea how, that's the magic. Then you make space for miracles. And that's what happened for me. My 100K month showed up. And in 2020, I had um, over a thousand percent increase in my savings. My business grew faster than I could have ever imagined. And you know, it's not just the money and the abundance and the business, that stuff is great. But on top of that, this has been a year of relationships. I've manifested the most incredible friendships into my life and the most incredible people into my life. And I've been trying to manifest a soul family for a long time. And I finally see it coming together. And it's so exciting to me because that's been something I've been working on manifesting for a very long time. And that came together this year. And I've also manifested deep, 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 deep spiritual awakenings. Like if you thought there was only one spiritual awakening you're going to experience in your life, like you are most likely very wrong. I have experienced awakening after awakening. I had my first spiritual awakening probably three, four years ago. I had my second one like two years ago. And then over the past six months, I've had like multiple deeper, deeper, deeper awakenings of consciousness and awareness and spirituality. And I've had and experienced intense inner healing and growth, intense. And I've had so much integration of my shadow and aspects of my identity that I've rejected for my entire life until now. And you know, a lot of this has been from me working with coaches, which I'll talk about in more detail as I get into the meat of this podcast. But I think I've spent more time crying this year than if you combine all the time I've cried in my entire 26 years of life before this year. And it's because I've let myself go so deep into the emotions I never allowed myself to feel that I was able to go so high into the abundance and into the joy and into the love and the connection and the peace because I feel a deeper sense of peace than I've ever felt in my entire life right now after the craziest year of my life. And it's because I took advantage of all of the dark, difficult moments. I dove straight into them. I sank into them and I felt the darkness and I felt the pain and I felt the sadness and I allowed it to come out. And when I experienced all of the darkness, it like cracked me open and I made space for all the joy and the abundance and the peace. And 
that kind of leads me to the first thing I wanted to talk about, which is I think if you ask me, you know, Kristen, how did you manifest the best year of your life, the most expansive, abundant year of your life in one of the scariest years we've ever experienced in recent history? I would say it's because I met myself so deeply in the struggles. I allowed every single struggle and challenge I experienced. I allowed myself to see it as a mirror. I allowed myself to see it as a reflection of parts of myself that I haven't been willing to face yet. And I took the opportunity to face those parts of myself because, because my opinion is the depth that you were able to meet yourself during the struggles and the challenges of 2020 will be equal to the height of the abundance that you will manifest in 2021. Because there are two kinds of people in 2020. There are the people who took what happened and fell into victim mode and were overcome by the fear and the scarcity and uh, truly the fear mongering that's all over the place. And then there's the other kind of person who felt the fear and felt the emotions and felt everything going on and used it as an opportunity to rise, right? To go deep and then to rise. So some people sank and some people consciously chose to dive deep and therefore use that to rise afterward. And we still have this option, right? It's never too late, but the greatest opportunities are within the biggest struggles because they are a mirror for you. It's everything is always a mirror. Everything is a mirror and we aren't aware of the subconscious parts of us, right? And so the world, the universe reflects back to you situations and people and things, which will mirror to you the parts of yourself that you're not aware of. And so if you look at your reality as a mirror, you begin to see that everything happening around you is like a key insight to what within you is asking to be looked at, asking to be healed, asking to be loved and integrated. And so in the deepest, darkest moments, these are the moments when if you're brave enough to see the reflection and to dive deep, there are such great levels of healing to be had. And this is why I truly believe that 2021 is about to be the most abundant, incredible, miraculous year for many, many, many people. And uh, like I said, it's, it's not too late to dive into all of this work, to dive into all of the lessons. If you feel like you're kind of new to this stuff and this time period right now is there's ongoing massive opportunity like there has never been before to rise into love and abundance, but it only happens by first, like I've said, diving deep into whatever is present for you, whatever the emotions are, whatever the fears are. And I know people are going to ask, how do I do that? And my number one, I guess, piece of guidance for you would be get support. Um, whether it's working with me, joining my academy, whether it's working with a one-on-one coach, whether it's uh, going to therapy, whatever it is that works for you, I truly believe we're not meant to go through this journey alone. You know, we incarnated here on planet earth to support each other and to help each other in our soul's evolutions. And none of us are meant to walk this path or experience this journey alone. We're meant to guide each other, each and every one of us. And the other thing about everything going on in the world is that something I've learned in in 2020 is to own how I feel independent of everything else going on around me and everyone else around me, because you are allowed to feel good. Even if people around you don't, 
I used to feel extremely guilty if I felt good when people around me were sad or struggling. I used to feel extremely guilty if I was attracting abundance and people around me were experiencing scarcity. I used to feel guilty all the time. And what I've realized is that doesn't serve anyone because if we're going to shift the vibration of this planet, the world needs you to access the highest vibration available to you because you don't help anyone around you by staying where you are out of empathy for them. You help others around you by rising to the highest version of you, regardless of what's going on around you. So you can a show up as a highest version of you and help others to the best of your ability. And two, so you can be the example for other people who can see you and say, Hey, I can do it too, if they can. And Part of this lesson for me was I remember in the beginning of when the pandemic hit, I remember showing up on social media and like being myself and I actually got some backlash, people saying I was too happy and Kristen, how can you be this happy in the midst of a pandemic and everything going on in the world? And I remember just being like, wow, like this is insane. I'm getting backlash for being happy. And what I've realized is that when people see something in you that they don't feel worthy of accessing in themselves, it triggers them. Right? Because any reaction someone has to you is really just a reaction to a part of themselves they're seeing reflected in you. Everything is a mirror, including every single person you interact with. Whenever you're triggered by someone, you're not actually triggered by them. You're triggered by a part of yourself that you are seeing reflected in them. Most likely a part of you that you've rejected, scorned, pushed away, or feel unworthy of stepping into, or subconsciously desire. So it took me receiving negativity for being too happy to realize that it was up to me to own how I feel. It was up to me to give myself permission to feel good because I think a lot of us grow up and we don't even realize it, but, but feeling good isn't our norm. And a lot of us don't feel worthy of feeling good unless X, Y, Z. It's like, I'll allow myself to feel good when I manifest the money. I'll allow myself to feel good once I get a promotion. I'll allow myself to feel good once I reach that goal. Because when we were kids, we learned that we received praise and prizes and gifts and excitement when we achieved things or when we did things or completed things or reached a goal. And so as adults, we suddenly think that our pleasure or our feel good has to be earned. And we have to prove that we're worthy of feeling good. And that can lead to guilt for feeling good if we don't feel we've earned it. For example, my guilt for feeling good and feeling happy in the midst of something really scary and horrible going on in the world. And it's up to you to give yourself permission and say, my feelings are always valid. I am allowed to feel good no matter what. And the other part of this is you're allowed to feel many emotions at one time. We are multidimensional creatures. We incarnated into human bodies and the human experience means feeling feeling the full scale, the full spectrum of the human emotion. That means sadness and grief and joy and laughter and nervousness and excitement, all of it. And it doesn't always make sense, right? As is the human experience. Life doesn't always make sense. Life is weird. And that means that sometimes you feel sad and confused and scared and nervous. And at the same time, joyful and happy and calm and peaceful. And it can all exist at the same time. And one emotion does not invalidate your experience of the other. Just because you feel nervous and sad doesn't mean that the joy and happiness that you feel is invalid or vice versa. And I think that we've typically been taught 
that you can only have one dominant experience. And if you have more than one, then one of them has to be wrong, right? Because how can you feel sad and happy at the same time? How can you grieve and feel joy at the same time? But the truth is it can all exist within you at the same time. And there is nothing wrong with that. And as soon as you let go of judging your experience and judging your emotions and trying to make your emotions fit what you think they should be, as soon as you let go of that and just allow what is, that's when things start to shift. That's when you make space for miracles and synchronicities and up levels. Because as long as you're resisting whatever is present and trying to make it something that it is not, what we resist persists, right? If you resist feeling sadness, it's going to persist even more strongly. So more of this lesson is that your feel good, your achievements, your success are going to trigger other people. Sometimes we even hold ourselves back subconsciously from achieving things, from success, from abundance, because we're worried about triggering others around us. And the truth is, it's going to trigger people around. It's going to trigger people around you when you step into the highest version of you. And that is okay. And it should be expected because when people see you stepping into potential that exists within them as well, but they feel unworthy of stepping into their potential, it's going to trigger emotions for them. And if they aren't conscious, they don't have awareness. They don't understand that all they're seeing is their potential in you. They might take that anger and lash out at you. And this is where a lot of negativity comes from. But if you have the awareness that it has nothing to do with you, then you can rise above it. You can use it as a growth opportunity for yourself. Okay. So those are two of the biggest things that helped 2020 become my most expansive year, owning my feel good, understanding the perspective of what it means to receive backlash and negativity and how to use that to my advantage and meeting myself very deeply in the midst of the struggles and allowing myself to feel whatever was coming up to be felt and diving deep into the healing process around that. And something else that I think really shifted in my 2020 was that, well, first of all, I set goals that actually manifest because this is how people typically set goals. They set a big goal for for themselves. They visualize that goal and they think about it and they hope that it's going to show up, but it doesn't. And the reason being is when I set goals or when you set goals, if you're just focusing on what you want to manifest, what your goal is, that's great, but it doesn't have enough, enough power behind it because we don't manifest what we want. We manifest what we are. We manifest what we're embodied in, which means you need to be, you need to become, you need to embody the energy of what you desire to attract it. So the question you should be asking yourself on a regular basis is not what do I want to manifest? That's important. But the more important question is who do I want to become? Who do I want to be? Who is that higher version of myself that I want to step into and embody? Because the being will naturally attract all else. And if we're too focused on the things and the stuff and the goals, and we never pay attention to who we're being, how we're showing up, what energy we're showing up with, our manifestations will never come because we're not making space for them to, because your energy attracts all else. So if you're not shifting your energy, you're not going to shift your life. Your life is simply a mirror of your inner world. And if your inner world isn't changing, well, then you can't expect your external world to change. So you can set goals and visualize them all day long, but how and who are you being and who are you becoming is the better question because we are all always in the process of becoming. Who are you in the process of becoming? Because whoever you are becoming dictates what you are attracting and manifesting into your reality. So when I set my goals for 2020, I set goals and intentions and I visualize them. Then I ask myself, who is the version of Kristen who 
is hitting the 100K months? Who is that version? The girl who is living in her dream home, is driving her dream car, travels whenever she wants, overflowing with abundance of love and joy and finances. Who is that version of Kristen? How does she dress? What's her posture like? What words does she use? How does she speak? What words does she not use? What's her energy like? How do people feel when she walks into a room? What kinds of decisions is she making? What risks does she take? How does she invest in herself? Who is she learning from? Who is she spending her time with? What books is she reading? What music is she listening to? What does it feel like to be her? What are three words that describe her? These are the questions I was asking myself. And then I adjusted accordingly. And I slowly started to evolve into the version of myself who I saw living the life of my dreams. And when you start to do this, first of all, I think everyone expects it to feel rainbows and butterflies and exciting because you're entering an up level and you're becoming this amazing version of yourself and you feel really good. But what people don't expect that is also very common is sadness and grief. Because in order for you to become a new version of yourself, in order for you to step into a new timeline, for you to call in the life you desire, in order for you to essentially rebirth who you are, that's what this is, a death and rebirth cycle. We're always becoming a new version of us. And when this happens, there's also a death of a part of us that we're saying goodbye to. We're saying goodbye to embodying the version of us that we used to be. And we're saying yes to embodying the version of us that we're becoming, that we must become to attract that next version of our lives. But the thing that people don't talk about, I think, is the grieving process of saying goodbye to the other part of you. And I've had multiple times uh, during this past year where I experienced up levels or becoming this new version of me. And instead of excitement or joy, I just felt grief and sadness because I was saying goodbye to a part of me that I had been embodied in. And that's okay. And that's normal. And that's healthy. And it's okay to be present with that and it's okay to grieve who you were but just know that on the other side of the sadness and the grief and that death process is the birth and the joy and the excitement and the abundance and i always say this but you can only rise as high as you go low so if you're experiencing up levels and you're entering into that new stage of your life or you're becoming a new version of you or you're stepping into a transition in your life a really big transition and you feel like you should be excited but you feel sad, that's okay. Let yourself be present and just know that exactly how you feel right now is exactly how you are supposed to feel. Everything that's present right now is here to help you get to where you want to be. And if you spend all your time resisting where you are and how you are and how you feel, you're putting off the lessons and the experiences the universe is sending you to prepare you for where you're going. So in the midst of asking myself who I needed to be to manifest my most expansive year, one of the questions I asked myself is, how does this version of Kristen, the version of Kristen who um, is making 100K months and is living her most abundant life, how is she spending her money and who is she learning from? And something I like to do is I like to literally close my eyes and, and visualize uh, the version of myself who's living that life and I'll visualize myself sitting on a couch next to her next to this version of Kristen who's like a year into the future or 10 years into the future and I ask her for her advice. I say, hey, Kristen, what did you do? How did you get there? What decisions did you make? And I let her tell me. And you know what she always says? She says, you already know, take bigger risks, get more uncomfortable. Because the more comfortable you get with being uncomfortable, the more your life will evolve and transform and up level. Because the only thing certain about life is that it is always uncertain. If you are spending your time trying to force life to fit into a box, to be certain, you're wasting your time trying to figure out what's coming next. You're blocking yourself from the beauty of what is coming for you because the beauty, the magic, the abundance, it's 
all existing within the unknown. But it's uncomfortable to dive headfirst into the unknown. But anytime I tune into my highest self, always what I receive, get more uncomfortable. And one of, I think, the the biggest turning points for me in 2020 was having a huge money up level and making huge freaking investments in myself and in my growth. And honestly, in 2020 alone, I spent more than 65000 uh, on one-on-one coaching between business coaching and personal spiritual coaching. I have two one-on-one coaches at all times. And, you know, my money rule, my money belief is that every dollar I spend in alignment with myself comes back to me tenfold, comes back to me multiplied. And this is always true in my life, whether it comes back the next day or the next year, it doesn't matter. It always does. But I believe if you want to attract abundance, you need to be willing to release abundance into the world and you need to be willing to get uncomfortable releasing abundance into the world because The thing that happens when you release money into the world in a way that's very aligned, but also feels uncomfortable and scary for you, this is what happens. You're telling the universe, hey, this is scary. (laughs) I feel uncomfortable, but you know what? I am worth it. My growth is worth it. I am worthy of this. I am worthy of this much money. And I have faith that it's coming back, which is why I'm saying yes. That is a huge up level and the universe will meet you there. But the universe can only meet you where you've already met yourself. And you know, people expect to manifest tons and tons of money and they sit around and they listen to money affirmations and they do money meditations and then they're like, where's the money? And it's like, well, are you taking action? Are you taking aligned action? Are you actually shifting the way you show up around money? Because we can't expect our money reality to shift unless the way we speak, think, talk, and make decisions around money shifts. And so I am always making investments that feel scary, which means my investments keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, my investments in myself. And when I think of investing, I think when you invest in yourself, you are energetically paying yourself always. And if it's not scary, It's not pushing you a little bit. You're not growing. You're not evolving. And that goes for anything. If you are not consistently making decisions in your life that scare you, you're not growing. You're not evolving. You're not allowing space for an up level in your life. Because when we make decisions that are scary, it means we're acting against our preconceived belief systems, conditioning, and programming that's existing in our subconscious mind. And whatever is in your subconscious mind now is what has manifested you the life that you have now. And it won't get you the life that you desire. Because it's gotten you what you have now and it'll get you more of what you have now. So the way we know we're taking action in alignment with a new belief system, the way we know that we're breaking through our old patterns is fear. Because our ego sends us fear when we're about to do something that feels unsafe to our ego, which goes against our past conditioning and programming. That's why it feels unsafe. And this is how we change our lives. Because if you're never leaving your comfort zone, if you're never making decisions that feel scary, you know that you're not pushing past your old conditioning and belief systems, which means you're holding yourself where you are. And I truly believe that the reason uh, my clients and my students see such incredible transformation, is, it's unbelievable, is because, like I said, your universe, your world is a mirror. The people around you will always reflect you. And if you're a coach, your clients will also reflect you and their growth will reflect your growth. So if you're not consistently working on yourself, growing, evolving... Don't expect the people around you to be doing the same because they're going to reflect you. So if you're a coach or someone that works with people, you need to become your own dream client, right? If you want people to invest in you in full, then are you investing others in full? If you want people who are showing up for you, who aren't ghosting you, are you ghosting other people? 
We want people who are like, yes, and they're like fully committed to their, to, to doing the inner work and transforming their lives. Are you committed to that in your life? The n- number one priority in my life is me and my inner work. Everything else comes second, everything else. Cause I know when I heal myself, I heal the world. When you heal yourself, you heal the world. It all starts with you. And if you're going external, going external, going external without going within, trying to force everything to shift, nothing's going to shift. Everything starts within every single thing. And this is why I put my growth and my inner work first in 2020 above everything else, which I've never done before. I've always set it as a high priority, but it's never been number one. And this year, my growth became number one. I spent more money than I've ever spent on one-on-one coaches, more money than I've ever spent on courses and programs and, and books, more time than I've ever spent invested in me. And everything else shifted to match the growth that I had within myself. My client shifted to mirror it. My business shifted to mirror it. My finances shifted to mirror it. My relationship shifted to mirror it. Everything starts within. And to follow up on that, talking about investments, the fastest way to change your life is to learn from someone who already has the life that you want. This is another reason that my life in 2020 shifted so quickly is because I was constantly working with people who had what I wanted. And the more I learn from others who are where I want to be, the faster I freaking get there. It's like this like secret quantum up level of the universe. And, and you know, like I said before, we're not meant to go on this journey alone. We're not. We're meant to support each other and to guide each other. So if you can find someone who has exactly what you desire in their lives, learn from them. The shortcut to getting where you want to go is investing in people who have what you want. That's probably the biggest piece of advice I got from 2020. Spend more money and more time learning from people who are where you want to be. And then tune out everything else and only take advice from people who have a life you would be excited to wake up with tomorrow. And I say this often, but when I say this, I don't just mean in terms of business. I mean, in terms of everything, I apply this to politics. I apply this to health. I apply this to any advice I receive on on the media, on TV, on the news, on YouTube, on Instagram. I don't care what the advice is about. I ask myself, is that someone that I would be willing to trade lives with? And if it's not, I don't trust their advice. And so in a year where outside noise has become extremely loud and chaotic, it's even more important to go within and trust yourself. This year, I have learned to trust myself over all else. I trust my gut and my intuition over what any person tells me, what any news article tells me, what anyone on Instagram tells me. I am my number one resource. I am my own Google search engine. And I know when something feels good and when something feels off intuitively. And following that over all else has made this year more more magical than I could have ever imagined. Only you know what is best for you. And if you tune into your body and you listen, your body is always trying to communicate with you. When you hear a message, when someone tells you something or gives you advice, first ask, would I trade lives with them? And second ask, how does my body feel? What does my gut say? Do I feel closed off? Do I feel open and expansive? How do I feel? Start tuning into your body, not just your emotional response, because oftentimes our immediate emotional responses to messages or things or advice is coming from our past programming, from our past belief system. It's almost like a programmed emotional response. It's where our nervous system has learned to react. So if you take a step back from the triggered emotional response and tune into your body and tune into your gut and tune into your intuition, it can become easier to decipher between what feels true to you and what doesn't. And it's almost like 
in times when there is so much external noise and so much being thrown at us and so many different mixed messages, this is the best time to learn to trust yourself. This is the best time to learn to trust your own intuition because if you can learn to listen to yourself and trust yourself right now, you will come out the other side with a stronger connection to yourself and your intuition than you've ever had in your life. You know, if I had listened to the advice that the world gave me this year, I wouldn't be where I was. I was doing things that didn't make sense making huge investments like I've never made before when there's a recession, doubling up on mentors, doubling up on investments in my business, doubling up on the money that I was putting into my business, putting into myself in a time when finances in the world were the most unstable. And the reason I do this stuff is because my belief system is not dependent on what the world tells me. My belief system is dependent on me and the universe and the limitless possibilities that I know exist for me. So I don't base my decisions on the world. I base my decisions on me and my gut and what I desire in my life. Because if we're always basing everything based on our external reality around us, we're always going to get more of our external reality. So in the midst of scarcity outside of me, I was making decisions that felt abundant in my personal reality, even though from an outside perspective, they might've seemed crazy, but you know, I'm not here to manifest a logical, realistic life. I want a crazy, illogical, unrealistic, magical, how the hell did she do that and make that happen kind of life, which means I need to make decisions that don't always feel logical or realistic, at least from my old point of view, looking in, you know, I found that with everything going on in the world right now, in the midst of external scarcity, internal abundance is always available to us. In a time of external confusion and chaos, inner peace is always available to us. In a time of external fear-mongering and anxiety and nervousness, internal love and faith is always available to us, even more so available to us. So you get to choose. You get to choose right now in this reality. Am I going to focus on my external reality or am I going to focus on my internal reality? Am I going to allow the external world to dictate my life and how I feel? Or am I going to take power over my life and take power over my internal world and choose how I desire to feel? Choose where to put my focus because you get to make that choice. Something else I let go of this year was um, I let go of perfectionism on a deeper level and I allowed the universe to flow through me. Uh, this year I created a new course, uh, my bliss method certification. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, it's a 12 week course to become a certified manifestation coach. And I'm partnering with my business coach, Ross Johnson, who has essentially helped me go from, um, zero to multiple six figures, zero to basically 500 K half a million in my business, uh, in an extraordinarily short period of time. And we're basically teaching everyone else how to do what I've done. And when I created my six weeks of the course, um, my perfectionism started kicking in. It was like, Kristen, you can't do this. You can never make something better than BAA, my first academy. Uh, who are you to do this? It's not good enough. And I could have listened to it. I almost backed out because of it. I almost said, I can't do this. Who am I? I'm a fraud. I, you know, I had that feeling, oh my, oh my gosh, I'm a fraud. Who am I to do this? But then I remembered, you know, who am I to not do this? The universe put this idea in my mind for a reason, and it's because people out there need it. And if I don't show up because of my perfectionism, because of my fear of not being good enough, I'm holding out on people who are praying for what I have to offer. And I showed up and I created it in the midst of my inner critic yelling at me, telling me I wasn't good enough. 
And it is the best six weeks of content I've ever put together in my entire life. I'm so proud of it and it's changing people's lives. And I'm so proud of myself because perfectionism is hard to overcome. And so if you're experiencing that where you're trying to create something, it might not be a course, it could be anything in your life. And you're having that fear of who am I to do this? I don't feel good enough. I'm a fraud. I don't know enough. How can I make it good enough? I just want you to know that if it's on your heart, it's because someone out there needs to hear it or the universe would not have put it on your heart. There is someone out there who needs what you have to offer, who needs who you are exactly as you are, and they need what you have to offer and they need your gift um, in the way that only you can express it. And so when we allow ourselves to get in the way and we allow our perfectionism to take control, it's selfish. We're holding back something really beautiful and magical and powerful from other people. So something I learned in 2020 on a really deep level is to get myself out of the damn way and to let the universe guide me and to stop asking questions and to stop wondering how things were going to work out and why, and why things were happening the way they were and to just trust. Because in that space of deep trust and not knowing is so much magic, so much abundance, so much joy, so much fulfillment. In 2020, I experienced the lowest lows I've ever experienced in my life. And because I deeply surrendered to them and allowed them to be what they were, I had this like greater knowing and understanding that on the other side of this is everything I've ever asked for. On the other side of these really low lows are the really high highs I've been asking for. And as long as I can deeply surrender to this and knowing what's coming on the other side, the universe will have my back. And it was only in the space of surrendering to the lows that I manifested all of my desires. And you know, one example of this is, for example, loneliness was something that came up for me this year. And I'm sure a lot of people and everything going on this year felt a lot of loneliness. And when the loneliness came up for me, instead of trying to push it away or like desperately trying to manifest people so I didn't feel lonely, I surrendered to the loneliness. I allowed myself to feel lonely for the first time in my life. It's like, I'm going to surrender to this. I'm going to see what it has to offer me, what it has to teach me. Because... What I found is when we manifest from the wrong energy, for example, if you're trying to manifest a partner or friends out of a need to not feel lonely, you're manifesting from the energy of loneliness, which means that if you manifest friends or a partner within that relationship, you are going to feel even more lonely because that is the energy that you manifested from. This is why energy and, and intention matters more than what you are manifesting. If you're manifesting to fill a void, to avoid feeling a certain way, if your manifestation comes, it is going to make you feel even more of the way that you were trying not to feel because what we resist persists. And it's in a space of surrendering to the emotions that you don't want to feel that you manifest everything that you desire in a way that will actually be fulfilling to you. And one last piece of advice I'm going to give you is... If you're setting goals for yourself and visions for yourself that you want to manifest, a big mistake a lot of people make is getting caught up in the long-term goal and they're visualizing themselves making a million dollars or living in their dream home. And you know, that's all great and important, but if you're so lost in the long-term vision and you're not grounded at all in the present moment, you're going to lose track of the small changes that need to be made now to get you where you want to be. So my biggest piece of advice for setting long-term visions that actually manifest is not only having the long-term vision, but also, like I said before, knowing who you are becoming, right? Who is a version of you who has already achieved all of that? Who are they? How can you show up as them? And also, what are the small daily changes you can make to get you one step closer? 
And when you focus on the small daily changes you can make, it doesn't feel as overwhelming. Because as long as you can just put one foot in front of the other, take one small change, one small baby step now, the universe will guide you to the end goal. You don't need to have a 10-step plan on how you're going to get to that end goal. The universe has got that under control. You just need to take the first step now. And if you get so caught up in the overwhelm of the big decision that you paralyze yourself and don't take any action now, you sabotage yourself and block yourself from receiving your manifestation in the long run. So if your long-term goal seems really overwhelming and really scary, just ask yourself, what is one shift I can make every single day now that would get me a tiny, tiny step closer to where I want to be? Because the small changes add up to the big changes. The small stuff becomes the big stuff over time. And you won't even realize it, but one day you'll look back and be like, wow, I don't even know how that happened. I can't even believe how that played out for me, but it did. So that is all I have for you guys right now. I hope that helped you. I've learned so much in 2020. It's hard to even put it all, you know, into one hour long or however long podcast. It's been such an expansive, crazy year, but I think those were some of my biggest takeaways. And I'm bringing all of that energy into 2021 and I'm so excited. I'm so excited for 2021 and I hope you are because if you're listening to this, like you're on this wavelength, you're in this vibration, like we're in this together. You were called to this podcast. You're listening to my voice for a reason. There are big, amazing things coming in 21 for you. No matter what happens in the world, there are big things coming for us. Remember, you get to declare what your 2021 will be like. The media doesn't get to tell you. The TV doesn't get to tell you. Your aunt doesn't get to tell you. Your family doesn't get to tell you. You get to decide and declare what your 2021 will be like. Only you can decide that. So don't allow anything to take your power away. Don't give your power away to the TV or to the news or to your family or to your friends or to anyone on social media. Unfollow anyone that makes you feel scared. You get to decide. I'm deciding that 2021 is going to be the year of ease and flow and play and abundance, a flow of abundance with ease. I'm going to play more than I work and I'm going to attract and magnetize more money than I've ever had in my entire life. I'm going to attract more love and connection and joy than I've ever experienced in my entire life. And it's all going to happen with absolute ease. I've decided that and I've declared it. No matter what happens in the world, that is my reality. What's yours? What is your decision? What do you declare your 2021 will be like? Never forget that you always have the power. No matter how the world around you makes you feel, you have more power than you can ever freaking know. And a lot of people don't want you to know that because it serves a lot of the big powerful people in the world if you don't know that you have power, but you do. And if one of your intentions for 2021 is to manifest purpose and impact and financial abundance, I want to let you guys know that my academy I talked about earlier in the podcast, my Bliss Method Certification, is open for enrollment for the second time. It's going to be opening right now. Spots are extremely limited and it's going only going to be open for enrollment in January. So if you're interested at all, if you are interested in starting your own online business, becoming a certified manifestation coach, uh, learning to create a business like I have, attracting abundance like crazy, impacting the lives of the people around you or people in the world. Um, I know a lot of you who listen to this um, know you're here and for a reason and you're meant to change the world and help people change their lives. If that's you, uh, this is for you. And I would absolutely love to guide you 
to building the business of your dreams and calling in that um, abundant reality that you desire and creating that impact. So if you're interested at all, the link is going to be in the show notes to apply. And if you're listening to this and it is not January, you can add yourself to the wait list for the next time that we open up. We only open a few times a year. So if enrollment is opening right now, when you are listening, if it's January, I highly recommend right now applying, uh, because spots are limited and we filled up extremely fast last time around. There's going to be even more people applying this time around. We already have an enormous wait list. Um, and you know, in this certification course, you get more support from me than I give anywhere else. Um, we do live zoom calls every single week where you actually get to talk to me and I get to coach you and give you advice and help you and answer your questions and love on you. And the past 12 weeks with our first, um, cohort has been so beautiful and magical. I just, it's such a beautiful group of people. I consciously manifest every single person and and the kind of energy I want to bring into the group. And I know that this round is going to be just as beautiful and magical. And, um, if you feel called, trust your intuition, apply. I would absolutely love to have you. And if you have any questions, you can send me an email at support at pursuitabliss.com. And, uh, if this podcast served you, I would love for you. I'd just be so honored if you could write a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. If you do decide to do that, you can take a screenshot of your review, email it to support at pursuitabliss.com. And we, my team will send you a little gift from me. And, uh, that is all I have for you guys. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful, beautiful day wherever you are in the world. And I'll see you guys next week.